Coming to you live from the Republic of Texas and broadcasting around the world, this is the Max McGuire Show. This is our last chance to take this country back. That's true. Listen, it doesn't matter that Joe Biden is losing his mind. He still betrayed this country. Come on, man. So get ready, because the Max McGuire Show starts right now. Welcome back. Another edition of the Max McGuire Show. My name is Max McGuire. Happy Tuesday. One of those weeks where it already feels like it's been a long week. Yeah, you ever notice that sometimes Tuesday, people hate Mondays. I hate Tuesdays because not quite Wednesday. But anyway, happy Tuesday to everyone. A couple more days till the weekend. Um, I had a different podcast episode planned today. I'm going to be talking about the border and what's going on at the border because there's just people streaming in nonstop. I had to change my podcast topic because I watched <laughs> the Conservative Daily Podcast evening episode yesterday. I didn't watch it yesterday. Um, I was with my kids at the pool. Someone then texted me and said, hey, he's talking about you. I tuned in briefly. Joe was talking about himself. Not a huge surprise there. Um, <laughs> it almost felt like a, like a weird version of It's a Wonderful Life. I was waiting for someone to say every time a bell rings, a conspiracy theorist gets his wings. But that didn't come in. It, it was a lot of personal stuff. I didn't hear anything about me, so I jumped off. But then people started messaging me, talking to me, saying, hey, no, you really should watch the beginning end. That's what I did this morning. I got that this morning. I had something I had planned to go out last night. I had something I was going to post. It was long. It was written. And it was in response to Joe's written response to me. Because, again, I, I didn't watch his attacks on me yesterday. I didn't post it. Because despite everything in it being true, despite everything in it being factual provable um i felt like it would have been mean it would have crossed the line and it would have been so destructive to him as an individual i say okay i, I don't want to post that so i didn't didn't post it went to bed instead i posted um bible passage felt like that would be a good way to end the night went to bed this morning saw all those text messages from people saying hey you probably should watch it Probably should see what he's actually saying about you. So I did. Watched it this morning. Had to watch it on two times speed because it's like a, again, it's like it's, wonder, it's a wonderful life. I've already heard all the stories. The beginning, though, in the end, Joe said things about me that I'm, I'm sorry. I, I cannot just brush off my shoulder. I, I can't. I mean, the comments he made against me, I, I just cannot... Let that go. And this is something that keeps happening over and over and over again. I left Conservative Daily to get away from that. And it keeps following me. It keeps following me because Joe, for whatever reason, hasn't learned his lesson and continues to do the same things that have gotten himself into trouble time and time again. So he keeps, keeps coming up and people keep saying, hey, did you know about this? Did you know about this? So when things come to me, I respond to them. He's created this narrative that I'm just sitting here on my keyboard, just waiting to try and take him down. Again, if that was my goal, then I would do that. I would have posted what I wrote last night. I would have posted what I wrote, would have turned off my phone, I would have slept without any trouble. But that's not my goal. I'm not here sitting at my keyboard trying to think of new ways to destroy him, new ways to get revenge. There's this new narrative floating around that he fired me. No, not at all. I resigned put in my notice, 
He asked me multiple times to come back. I said, no, thank you. For some reason, they're spreading this narrative that I got fired. I'm a vengeful, fired employee. It just isn't true. But when things come up, unfortunately, I have to distance myself from him on a daily basis, it seems. And it really sucks because the first month removed from that company, I was the happiest I've ever been because I just got away from it. But now more things are being dug up. Reporters are now chiming at me. I mean, I'm getting called. I mean, emails from attorneys, from reporters. I don't want this. I don't want any of this. But no, like a drowning victim who pulls the lifeguard underwater and drowns him, I cannot allow what's happening here to drag me or my family underwater. So if you're expecting a deep dive into Joe Oltman, into all of his many problems, that's not what you're going to get from me. I'm not going to do that. There are plenty of reporters who already have a, what seems like a pretty sizable head start. I'm not going to do that. I could. It would be the easiest thing in the world. I'm not going to do that because I'm not that person. But I'm sorry, I have to respond to what was put out yesterday. What was put out yesterday came from this guy, Rocco. I don't know him. Rocco Castoro. Apparently, he used to work for Vice. He's a reporter. He put out a tweet saying, Next time a chud utters groomer, direct them to Joe Oltman, whose podcast first falsely claimed Dominion voting execs were Antifa. Oltman's, quote, right-hand man, and quote, is Ran Randy Ankeny, a Colorado GOP operative convicted of sex crimes against a 14-year-old girl. I looked at this like, wow, that is terrible. I didn't know about that. That's terrible. So I put up a post. I, I shared this, and I put up my own commentary above it. And I said, quote, this is really disturbing. I don't even know whether I want to comment on this because I don't know what on earth was going through Joltman's mind when he decided to hire, to partner with a convicted pedophile in the mid-2000s. But I just wanted to say that when I did my due diligence in 2013, 2014, looking into Joe when I was deciding whether or not to move out to Colorado and partner with him, this didn't come up. I had no idea about any of this. If I ever found myself in the same room with a man who was convicted of committing sex crimes against a 14-year-old, there'd be a lot of things I'd want to say to him, but none of them would be, would you like to be business partners? I really hope that there's more to this story than reporters are now telling. I don't want to believe this is real. I really hope this isn't real. So having this now being directed at me, I said three things. One, I didn't know about this. Two, I would never be okay with this. And three, I genuinely hope this isn't real. Three things I said. Joe decided to attack me. He decided to attack me. He responded on Telegram. He responded on Telegram and uh, he said he didn't know. So I took it at his word and I posted this. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Actually, it's going to take a little bit. Give me a second to find it. I thought I had it all queued up. I wasn't going to bring up this, go this far. Um, I'll just read it. I said, for what it's worth, Joe says he didn't know that Randy Ankeny was a sex offender when he hired him. I will say that all the conversation I've had about Joe about this issue of pedophilia, he never brought this up, which I find a little weird. Feels like this would be have been a conversation we would have had in our many conversations about vetting new hires. I will say, though, Facebook, Joe claimed that Facebook didn't exist. It did exist. Um, so I just corrected that. I said, I'm not interested in a debate over what platforms were around and when, but I think it's a little disingenuous to paint the mid-2000s as a time you couldn't search into people's history 
especially when it comes to such a high-profile case. And then Joe attacked me. So I, I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I said, oh, he says he didn't know. Find it weird. Not being, I don't think he's being completely honest, but that's what he said. So he decided to attack me, which is classic. I mean, it's classic. He could have attacked any of the reporters covering this. He could have attacked Rocco. He could have attacked Heidi Beetle. He could have attacked, um, who are the other ones? I was, I was trying to pull up all of them. All of the, the who's who of every reporter that ever reports on Joe Oltman was covering this story yesterday. He could have attacked any of them. But no, he attacked me. He attacked me not because I originated it, because I commented and said I had no idea, I wouldn't have been okay with it if I knew, and I hope it isn't true. For that reason, Joe dedicated, I guess, an hour and 20 minutes yesterday to calling me a whole host of names, which they, what they titled as, they titled it as a leftist and coward, so I guess I'm the coward on, what they, what they actually call it on Rumble, they made it even worse on Rumble, and, th and this is what pisses me off. They said, uh, Joe Altman in response to slanderous lies. Now, I'm the only person that Joe Altman, to my knowledge, I, I had to watch it on two times speed this morning. I didn't hear him call anyone else out by name. I heard him call me out by name. He might have mentioned Madison. I think he just referred to her as some porn star, ex-porn star, which is classic Joe. Attack the person, not actually attack the claims. He only actually, I believe, mentioned me by name. So when you title it and say he's responding to slanderous lies, when there's nothing in my post that's slanderous, there's nothing in my post that's a lie, where I'm saying I didn't know about this, I wouldn't have been okay with this, and I hope it isn't true, to, to create a whole episode where I'm the only one named calling me a slanderous liar. No, I know he didn't make that. I know he didn't make that title. He said on the show he wanted to title it something else. That was one of the boys that he has. Likely either Apollo or um, Zach. Likely one of them created that title. So he, I don't, he didn't create the title, but the title's still there. The title, is, and it pisses me off because this is something that keeps happening. When Joe steps in crap and when things start falling down around him, I make a comment to distance myself from it. Everything in my commentary is factually truthful. Or my opinion, my interpretation of what is truthful. And him and all of his other boys come over onto my telegram and accuse me of slander, accuse me of defamation, accuse me of lying. When there's not a single thing I've posted that is a lie. There's not one. Not one thing I've posted was a lie. They might have interpreted it to be false. That's on them. Everything I say is the truth. I do not lie. If I wanted to continue lying, I would have still kept working over there. But no, I gave up a very comfortable salary. A very comfortable salary to get away from that. Because I couldn't stand the lying. Couldn't stand it. But no, I'm the bad guy. I am always the bad guy. Everyone's always the bad guy except for Joe. That's the moral of the story. So I, I want to play a bit of this. I don't think we're going to go an hour today. But I have to respond. Because what Joe said about me were, were so wrong. Just, I mean, his actual, I mean, they're not really lies. I guess those are his interpretations. But what he said about me, still, it's just, it's so wrong. I, I have to respond. 
people in my life, people on Telegram, don't respond, don't respond. I'm sorry, I can't just let this go on for an hour and 20 minutes of just, just dragging my name through the mud because I responded to a news report. I didn't publish it. I didn't put it out there. I didn't seed it. I responded and said, I didn't know about it. I wouldn't have been happy if I did. And I hope it isn't true. But he spends an hour and 20 minutes attacking me and insinuating that he's going to go scorched earth on me. Maybe he should go scorched earth on the people that are reporting it, not the people desperately trying to distance themselves from him. And I'm not the only one. I am not the only one running for the hills. I mean, there's Lynn Wood. You can see what happened with Lynn Wood over the past month. Yeah, Lynn is taking the high road and saying that Joe is an honorable man. He said that about David Clements until David Clements started attacking Lynn Wood. And all of a sudden, the honorable man facade fell and Lynn Wood started releasing all the receipts. I guess Joe and Lynn Wood are still going to try and end on good terms. But it's interesting the other day, the other day, Lynn Wood posted a picture of a bunch of different conservative influencers on the page. And he said, find the Waldo. The Waldo is the one who actually supports Donald Trump and MAGA. And then he cut out a little bit that Joe was in. And he said, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Matt, the Waldo isn't here. Insinuating that the people in that little snapshot of the photo, including Joe, were not true supporters of Trump. Now, I don't know. I don't know. But that's just Lynn Wood. So he attacks me because he thinks I'm easy prey. I mean, <laughs> Joe thinks I'm the weakest to attack. It's fine. I mean, I guess you'll see whether that analysis is correct, Joe. I guess you'll see whether I'm as weak as you think I am. Keep pushing me. I don't want to do anything mean. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to have any revenge. Which is, again, why I did not post the long post I had written up ready to go out last night. But keep pushing me, Joe. Keep responding like you did yesterday. And we'll see how that works. But no, don't take my word for it. Just take the word for, was it six, seven, eight thousand people that have now left Joe Altman's Telegram account since Lynn Wood dropped him like it's hot? Don't take my word for it. <laughs> I'm not the only one running for the exits. Frankly, there need to be more exits because this is a fire hazard having this many people running out at the same time. Shameful. But we're going to play some clips because I have to respond to it. Here we go. The beginning, Joe saying that I have thrown in with a former porn star an attempt to uh, attack Madison's character and my own. Play this cut one. But this one, this one's even worse, I think. So I had somebody that walked into my office and says, Joe, you need to address uh, something that uh, some ex uh, porn star and Max McGuire are putting out there. And I was like, okay, I'll address it. So there's no one in his life saying, hey, Joe, you need to report. You need to respond to what the reporters are saying. This man, I'm sorry, this man desperately needs a publicist. I tried to act as his quasi publicist. You can pull the tapes. Me begging him not to talk about topics, begging him to say the word alleged or reported to, to, to shield himself from the defamation suits that have all come piling down on him. I tried to be his quasi-publicist, and we got into shouting matches. He shouted me down on the air. There were times where he even walked out and left me holding the bag. Or ordered, at the time it was Josh, just to shut off everything. Anytime I would try just to guide him down that path. And people hated me for it. 
People hated me for it, for trying to keep the show on the air, to keep the show on these platforms by abiding by their terms of service, by not getting fact-checked, and yes, by not opening the company up for lawsuits. And if people attack me for it, and that's fine. I will take those slings and arrows all day long, but my goodness, my goodness, he needs a publicist desperately. Desperately. Someone who can just say, Joe, this is what you need to respond to. Joe, this is what you really shouldn't say. But he doesn't have one. Just going out this alone. And it shows. It really does show. In classic Joe fashion, he misinterpreted what the entire issue was about. He claimed that people are trying to take the actions of a third party and put it onto him. And that's not really what it was all about. But I'll play that clip here. Let's play cut two. And so I started to address it. And then I got attacked by people that wanted to say that that uh, somewhere along the line that I'm responsible for someone else's transgression. So I'm going to walk you back in time. So I have never, you look through my post, I did not claim he did anything. I did not claim he knew. I said, I don't know what was going through his mind. Now, having researched this man, um, I don't know him, never met him. But I know that he was convicted, I think he pled guilty, but he was convicted of a sex crime against a 14-year-old girl. Then there were two other cases. I don't know if they both went to trial, but there was one involving a 17-year-old girl and one involving a 20-year-old woman. So I don't know anything about him, but I do know that the, the reason I was able to find all this out was because it was a very high-profile case. It was a very high-profile case. He apparently was well-connected in the Colorado GOP. I think he was working somehow connected to the governor at the time, and everyone knew about this. Everyone knew about this. I didn't live in Colorado at the time. I mean, full disclosure, I was 11 years old. <laughs> so this was not on my radar. And I'll tell you what was on my radar, the ability to, to research things on the internet. The internet existed in 2005, 2006. It did. I mean, it, it absolutely did. I was on Facebook in 2005. I was one of the, what, 8 million people who were on Facebook in 2005. It got open to everyone 13 year and older in 2006, but Facebook existed. These, these tools existed. Sorry, it's a disingenuous to describe the mid-2000s as it was some kind of stone age. No, the internet existed. Background checks existed. Sex offender registries existed. I don't know if the guy was on parole, but if he was, then he probably would have had to give his employment. I don't know all that, but I know that this, this narrative that, oh, well, 2005, who could have known? I don't buy it. But Joe says he didn't know. So if he's telling the truth, then that is good. I'm glad. If he's telling the truth, I'm glad he didn't know. But the issue is not whether or not he should be blamed for the actions of others. If I had to guess why the left dug this up, it's because they probably see some kind of hypocrisy in a man who talks about dragging pedophiles behind a car until their limbs fall off. They probably see some hypocrisy in that same man hiring a high-profile convicted pedophile to sell cars. That would be my guess. Now, I, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. But if I had to guess why that got dug up yesterday by these liberal reporters, that would probably be why. But Joe can respond to that. All I can say is I did not know about it, wouldn't have been happy if I did know about it, and hope it isn't true. No, no, we spend all of our time attacking the truth tellers, attacking the people that live their life and their faith. 
We send the evil over there to, to maybe shake them, as if somewhere along the line, I'm maybe going to change who I am. Or maybe I crawl and, I, and I, I do what they do when they bully people and think, oh, I'm just going to walk away. Oh, I feel shame. I don't feel any shame. That's unfortunate. Because I would have hoped, after all of this, after all of the lawsuits Joe is now dealing with, I mean, the lawsuit, with, I'm not even going to comment on the Eric Coomer, but I'm not going to comment. But all these lawsuits that are coming down on him, you would think he would change something. I'm sorry. I, I guess he isn't. He doesn't. He doesn't think anything needs to change. So I guess he's just going to keep piling these defamation lawsuits up. I guess he's collecting them. I don't know. Got to catch them all. Feels no shame. That's fine. You don't have to feel shame. I don't feel any shame. I am ashamed. I am disappointed. I'm disgusted. Because we can't talk about the things that are, that are true. We have to create an environment where we slander and bully and lie about people. No, that's, that's, that's the way the left operates. So the last clip, Joe said that we attack truth tellers. I don't attack truth tellers. If you're expecting me to stand up here and say that Joe Oltman is truthful, I'm sorry. I'm a Harry Potter fan and I mustn't tell lies. But the slander, the lies, no, this isn't, I'm not slandering anyone. I'm not slandering anyone. I'm, I'm responding to a news story to distance myself from it. But no, I'm the enemy. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. And there was a time where I thought maybe... He wasn't talking about me. Maybe he was talking about someone else. Because you see there, he starts talking about the leftists. Right? He starts talking about the, this is what the left does. I said, oh, this morning when I was watching, maybe he's not talking about me. And, and why is it, why is it that they can create a story and people will bite off on that story that takes away common dignity? It's, this, isn't a, this isn't an uncommon story. This isn't, this isn't just this is happening to Joe Oltman. No, no. This is, this is what happens when weak-minded people decide that they didn't get enough, that the coattail didn't take them far enough. They feel entitled. They feel like they should get more. They feel like they should silence someone that is speaking truth and is a good person because there's an envy level that you can't even understand. That's how bad people operate their lives. They operate their lives that way. I choose not to. So it's really hard to interpret that statement, given the fact that I'm the only one he's named by name, given the fact that he is accusing someone, according to the titles, of slanderous lies. It's very hard to interpret that as referring to anyone other than me. Sorry. I mean, I've been watching a lot of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard lawsuit, Joe. You don't have to explicitly say something in order for it to be defamation or slander as long as people understand who you're talking about. Joe, you should watch that trial. You'd learn a lot from that trial. You'd learn a lot about what not to do and you'd learn a lot about what to do. Apparently, I'm, I'm angry that I didn't get to ride his coattails far enough. If I wanted to ride his coattails, I never would have resigned. I would have continued collecting a salary. I would have stood up there and nodding like a bobblehead and just taking the abuse. But no, I, I didn't do that. I, I grew tired of it. I grew tired of lending the show legitimacy, producing show after show after show, being the only one who actually knew what the show was about, 
when it went to air. Joe walks in five minutes before air or five minutes after air. Has no idea what we're talking about. Changes the topic. And I have to wrangle him, pull him back in. No, I'm, I'm not jealous. I'm not envious. I'm not, I'm not angry I didn't get to ride your coattails a little bit longer. One, who the hell would want to ride your coattails to prison or the, wherever the hell you're going to go after all of these cases end up? I don't know. I wouldn't want to be riding those coattails. Number two, your coattails are dragging through the mud. And I have no interest in riding wherever they're going. No interest whatsoever. But sure, attack me. Attack me for commenting and saying, again, I didn't know about it. I wouldn't have been happy if I did. And I hope it isn't true. Because I said those three basic things, he attacks me. It's fine. I can take it. I can take it. The problem is there are a lot of people out there that he does this to that can't take it. That don't have the ability to speak out for themselves. That can't put sentences together and, and actually have a voice. And he does this to them and he silences them and he, and he belittles them and he scares them. He scares them into just accepting his bullying. I'm sorry, I'm not one of those people. And I'm sure he interpreted me differently. I'm sure he said, I'm going to attack Max because I don't want to attack Heidi Beetle or Chase Woodruff or Nine News because they're actually doing the digging. I'm going to attack Max. He's easy prey. I'm sorry, I am not. And if that is your interpretation, Joe, that is a grave mistake you are making. So there was a bit where Joe went after not what I said yesterday, but a previous, a previous comment that I had made when, again, people started coming to me and saying that they felt cheated because they had donated to Joe's go, uh, Give, Send, Go and then had him go on vacation. They felt cheated. Which again, that is a legitimate feeling to have. And if you want to understand why, you can go through my telegram and read my explanation as it comes to the fungibility of money. So in that case, again, people coming to me saying they feel cheated, they feel slighted, and me, in an attempt to distance myself from what they were saying was a grift, I responded. And Joe again attacked me. But he did again yesterday, accusing me of lying about the fact that he bought a house in Texas on all these fancy toys. Let's play it. You know, turning the other cheek for me is not easy. Because frankly, I want to just fight everyone. And, I, and, I, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity I had to go to Alaska. But there's more to this. There's the lavish lifestyle. Living a lavish, Joe's living a lavish lifestyle. That, you know, he's, got a, he's, he's buying a house in Texas. I bought a house in Texas so that I could get away from all of the literal physical attacks. After nearly 18 months of having personal security detail live in my home. Yeah, I mean, so he, he says, oh, he bought a house, bought a house. It was interesting because yesterday before he went to air, he had commented. He had commented this. It was in response to my response. Saying, well, let's do it actually in order because he deleted this comment. I feel that that's very telling. So he responded to my post saying that for, for what it's worth, Joe said he didn't know. No, Joe said, quote, why would I talk about a hire in 2006? In the eight years, Max, we made three hires who were felons. It's not really important. Three. Each time this happened, HR took the issue to the entire executive team. One of those was my own brother who's arrested for drugs, yada, yada, yada. I gave full veto power to the entire team. They chose to hire him. And I am, I also am the one who that tried to get a guy who stole a gun to have consequences. I, I, I don't care about any of that. But do tell me, Max. How bad a man I am. 
After eight years, I'm all ears. I never said he was a bad man. I said that I hope this isn't true. If you look at what I said, I'm actually clinging to the hope that there is decency in there and he didn't knowingly hire one of the most high-profile convicted pedophiles in Colorado at the time. I, I hope, I hoped it wasn't true, but he interprets that as me saying he's a bad guy. So I responded and said, I have to spend every day distancing, distancing myself from you. You think I enjoy this? I wrote that. I sincerely hope none of this is true. All you had to do was come out and clarify, but instead you choose to attack, attack, attack. I've never known someone more in need of a publicist than you, Joe. You are your own worst enemy. What I just said earlier. There was another comment, though. He responded to me. That's gone now. He deleted it. I'm sure someone told him to delete it because it's, a, it's, a, it's not a good look. But internet is forever, guys. He had said, LOL, you smear me on your channel. Not smearing. Tell everyone I am going on lavish vacations. You did. Buying a property in Texas. You did. And purchasing snowmobiles. You did. And you bragged about it on the Conservative Daily Podcast a few months ago. Or jet skis. I never said anything about jet skis. You make up a narrative to make yourself feel better. No. And to cause controversy. No. You enjoy hurting others. Very much no. Always been the McGuire way, right, Max? Well, that seems like it's an attack on my dad. So that's a little interesting. That's very interesting, Joe. I didn't even realize that until I just read that the second time. Attack the family. That's, that's fabulous, Joe. You're, you're great. And by the way, that's completely false in that, in that analysis. He's just, this is what he does, right? He attacks people. He doesn't, he doesn't try and get through the argument. He doesn't try and clarify. He attacks the people thinking that that will diminish what he's facing. Sorry, it's not going to work. This goes too far. It goes too far for saying I didn't know about it. I wouldn't have been happy. And I hope it isn't true. Oh my goodness. Your skin is thinner than I even ever thought. My goodness. The BS of the lavish lifestyle is one thing. Well, it, everything in there was truthful. But to put the misgivings of another on me, no, I'm not claiming that you are in any way responsible for either the original sexual assault charge that the guy faced or the subsequent ones. No, I'm just saying that I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you knew. I, I don't buy the argument that the internet didn't exist. I'm sorry, I don't. People in the comment section are saying that they ran background checks on people in 2000. There was a sex offender registry. This was all available. But yeah, you said you were young. Maybe you just didn't think about it. And that's fine, right? But I'm not making any insinuations. I'm not. Just trying to distance myself. Get the hell away from you. Like the left did to Trump and others. Yeah, don't, don't put yourself in the same situation as Trump. Don't. Ask Lynn Wood whether he thinks you're true MAGA. Typical, disgusting, and disappointing. So that was, dis that was deleted. He deleted it. That's gone. No longer on my channel. And I didn't delete it. Because unlike on his channel, I don't ban people or delete things that are critical of me. I, you can say what you want. Right? The only people I ban and delete are the spammers because they are the worst of the worst. But no. Attack, 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 attack. And insinuating that I tried to distance myself from him in an attempt to get more podcast views. But I'm still the guy that'll give a felon a, a, a chance. But I didn't even know he was a felon. But that's not what that, that's not the story they want to sell. See, the story they want to sell is how do they muddy and sully and destroy people to other good people? 
How do they create an image that's not true? How do they do things to prop themselves up, to give themselves relevancy? So how can I get more people to watch my podcast? I know. I'll just go after Joe Oltman. He's a firebrand. Oh. Incredible. God help the person that I go after. Ah. Because at that point, at some point, I told you before, if I go scorched earth on someone, it's because I finally got to the end and I'm done. And thank God that I went on the thing to Alaska because I was ready to light somebody up before I left. So I guess he's talking about me. I mean, I guess he's talking about me. So that'll be very interesting. Um, I, I don't know why he would ever consider suing someone or threatening legal action or going scorched earth against someone given all of his legal issues. I, I don't know why he would want to do that to me. That's interesting. Um, more podcast views? Yeah, no. No, I, I do this for fun. I mean, I have a link where if you can buy some like prep prepper food, prepper supplies if you want. I get like a couple bucks. You can use that if you want. I sell a book, which by the way, link is in the description. I guess I might as well mention that. But this isn't my job. I do this for fun. And mainly I do this because I'll be damned if I run away from that show and don't continue speaking. Right? I left that show first and foremost because they wouldn't let me speak. So who would I be if I left and remained quiet? So no, I, I posted that to distance myself from him because the walls start falling down. I don't want them falling on me too. And I need to make sure everyone knew that I didn't know anything about it. I wouldn't have been happy if I did. And I hope it's not true. For that, I get attacked. I'm just interested in more podcast views. That's when I became very obvious he's talking about me. Because I know Madison has a podcast that she does semi-regularly. I think it bounces around different times. Um, I'm the only one that he's criticizing that has a daily show. But fine. Yeah, I want the views. I, I mean, I, my Rumble channel I was looking last night um, made seven cents. Oh, yeah. You got me. You caught me, Joe. You caught me. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you and your meddling dog. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But it keeps going. I'm going to seek accountability for the 2020 election. I'm going to follow through on the lawsuit. Somebody asked, Joe, did you read the 136 pages from this? Max said, I'm trying to do everything I can to distance myself from you, Joe. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay. Distance yourself. Because that's what you do. When you, when you want to validate yourself and hurt others, that's what you do. But you didn't for eight years. Yeah, so let's, let's take the back part first. Um, he's wrong. He's absolutely wrong saying that I never distanced myself from him when I was working for him. There are countless episodes where I l vocally made it known that I was uncomfortable with the line he was taking. Where I debated him argued with him, made a lot of people uncomfortable. Sorry about that. Why refuted what he was saying. There are days where I walked out in the middle of a show because what he was saying was so crazy. There are times where it got to such a, a boiling point that he walked out and left. And there are also the days when him and others presented what the show was going to be about. And it was so freaking crazy. I didn't involve myself in it. I stayed out of it. Go back and watch that, those, those episodes if you want. 
usually nighttime episodes when I'm not around. Well, I wasn't taking a lavish vacation. I just didn't want to be associated with the kind of content they were putting out. And he knows this. We had these conversations. I said, no, I'm not interested in this. I'm not going on air. I wasn't sick. I wasn't hiding. I just didn't want to be associated with the crazy. So no, the, the idea that I never tried to distance myself from his craziness, not true. It's just patently not true. You can go back and watch it. Go back and, and watch it. He says, that's what I do. I distance myself. Yeah. Yeah. If you're ever jumping overboard on a sinking ship, this is a little life lesson for everyone. If you're ever on a really big ship and you're jumping overboard, it's not enough to hit the water. You need to swim away from the ship because when the ship sinks below the tide, below the actual surface of the water, it will create a, a form of suction that if you are not far enough away, even if you have gotten off the boat, the sinking boat, the sinking ship will still pull you down with it. So if you ever abandon ship, if you're ever on, God forbid you're on a, like a Titanic kind of situation, it's not enough just to jump overboard. You have to get away from the boat. Same thing here. It's because you, you want to hurt people. No, actually, it's, it's, it's not. It's me not wanting to be dragged down with you. <laughs> me not wanting whatever it is you're going to get into falling on my family. Uh, it's, but yeah, no, sure. Yeah, I, I distance myself from your crazy because I want to hurt people. And, and I left the show. <laughs> Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, this is, these are his attacks. And then lastly, I think this is the last one. And frankly, you, you, the, the throwing knives at other people is just a leftist tactic, and it's not of Jesus. It's not. But if that's all you have, then God bless you. Go do that. Again, take the last bit first. I mentioned that I was very prepared. Before I even watched this episode, just based on what he had posted on my Telegram channel, I was very prepared to go deep. To, to Let's lay it all out there. I decided not to. Because I thought that would be mean. I thought it would be cruel. It would be mean-spirited. It would probably have led to a, a bunch of people losing their jobs. Um... I didn't feel like it was something I should do. Joe knows throughout this entire process that I am very obviously taking this all on with one hand tied behind my back. That's not a threat. I am just trying to make sure everyone knows that this is not all there is. And the insinuation that I have somehow shot all the bullets in the gun. I don't know why Joe would say that, would taunt me like that. I don't know. Again, I have no interest in this getting mean, in this getting mean-spirited, vengeful. I don't. If I did, it would have already gone there. Now, I'm sure Joe interprets this as being vengeful, as me saying, didn't know about it, wouldn't have been happy if I did, hope it's not true. I'm sure he, for whatever reason, he looks at that as an attack. That's on him. That's on him. But I'm sorry, him doubling down against me, it's not going to fly. It's not going to fly. And the attack on my faith, the attack on my faith was, uh, that's, that's probably the lowest of the blows. I mean, this is the man who, throw knives, who throws knives at literally everyone. And there are court cases to prove it. 
I mean, he is defendants in cases because he just throws knives. To come back at me and to insinuate that me distancing myself is not of Jesus. Yeah, I'm not going to attack your faith, Joe. I'm not going to let everyone know that the only two times I've ever seen you inside of a church were for my son's christening and for my marriage. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to attack your faith. But it's disgusting you went there. But that is a high horse you like to hop on. You like to take this newfound faith and use it to attack people. Fine. Do it. It's, it's an incredibly low blow, especially when you know how faithful I am. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do that. Let others, let others investigate that. No, it's shameful. It really is disgusting. I said it was disgusting. I said I didn't even know if I wanted to comment on it, but I felt the need that I had to distance myself from that. And I, I believe I was right to do so. And I will continue to distance myself from him because I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I left to get the hell away from this crazy, and it keeps following me. And it just keeps getting worse. And it's going to continue to get worse. Frankly, it's going to continue to get worse until Joe stops digging the hole that he's dug himself. And I say this with sincerity and as much compassion as I can muster given how angry I am right now. I really hope, Joe, you stop digging this hole. I really hope that if there's anyone left around you who is begging you to stop, that you will heed their warnings. I really do hope. I don't know if you'll do it. I don't know if you have that in you. You firmly believe that the best defense is a good offense, and that's fine. You also believe that there's no such thing as bad publicity. That's fine. But eventually, this is going to catch up to you. So I sincerely, honestly, I hope you just will stop digging this hole that you've dug yourself into because you're going to drag other people in. Not me. No, I'm, <laughs> I will be damned <laughs> if you drag me in. But there are people who are around you, who trust you, who trust you to mentor them, to guide them, to employ them. And you are on a path that if you do not just stop, none of that's going to happen. So I hope through discernment, that's another word you love to throw at me. I hope through discernment you can recognize that this is not a sustainable path you are on. And that if you truly believe the rest of the world is lying, it's time to start looking inward. And that's all I have on this. If you like my podcast, follow it. Don't subscribe don't hit the rumble button don't this is a hobby for me but if you do like it you can find it on all the app on all the audio versions those links are in the description go live at 1 p.m eastern ish today was a little late because i had to pull all those cuts uh, monday through friday so tune in or don't or don't whether i have 100 people watching 10 or it's just me these podcasts are still going to be coming out but if you want to watch Go for it. Have a nice conversation. And hopefully we can all learn something together. That's going to be it for this edition of the Max McGuire Show. My name is Max McGuire, as always. I remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. See you tomorrow.